So this is a tricky, this is interesting. This is really, uh, this has to do with priorities and morality. This is a, a very tricky halacha. Okay, so let's start with Reh Samagdalad. Misha Avdalo Aveda. So you lost an Aveda. Upaga be'avedaso u'be'avedas chavera. And again, it's probably more realistic um, in, a, in, a, um, in an animal. So you lost your, your, your cow wandered out of the barn. You went looking for your cow. You found your cow, but right, and you see, but your, next to your cow is also your friend's cow, who's lost. So, so assumption that it's an Aveda. Okay, so of course, obviously, if I can return both mine and my friends, I have to do both. But what happens if I can only return one? Who's takes precedence? So I guess your default, of course, is who's takes precedence? You would think yours, but... but because, because? Because it's mine, but you have no mitzvah to in the Shmuel, actually, I don't know. Oh, oh, oh you don't, you just open the door. Or have to return your friends before yours. So, Why would you have to return your friends before yours? I mean, there's no chayecha kodmin in terms of um, uh, aveda. You're not answering the question. I have Why a mitzvah of hashavas aveda of somebody else's. I don't know if I have a mitzvah. I, I don't know if I have one regarding myself. I, uh-huh. I don't so, let me tell you what Daniel is saying. Daniel is saying is that when it's going to cost you money. You don't have to do a mitzvah. Is that what I'm saying? Isn't that what he isn't that what he's saying? Uh-huh. If you return, if you're gonna ignore your friends, no, which is That's a mitzvah to return, but the reason you're gonna do that is so you don't lose your money. What I'm, you're I'm, saying is that my money takes precedence over doing a mitzvah. No, no, that's not what I'm saying. I, I would have thought my default at what I was saying is. I would have thought my default was mine because Adam no But but I'm saying that unlike life issues, what the Torah says, Kodmin, it doesn't say Mamon Kodmin, it says Heshifesa Abeda. Wait, so I'm I'm confused now. Are you are let's before we look at the tour, what the tour says. Here's the situation. Yeah. Right, I can return my cow and ignore yours, or I'll return your cow, do mitzvah hashavas aveda, and lose my cow. What do I do? Personally, I don't know. I don't know what the Torah demands of me. I would think that if the Torah says hashavas aveda to my neighbor, my friend, whatever, right? Then the Torah meant this is what you got to do. And no, 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 the Torah is talking where there's no conflict. Here, there's a conflict between protect saving your money. Or Ashavas Aveda for your friend's money. So I maintain, and we'll see in a minute, that that's the default which needs a Pasuk to move you off of. And it's not the Pasuk you think. Right. Okay? Because you can't apply Chayecha V'chayecha Vercha Chayecha Kodmin. Because we're not here talking about life-threatening situations. No, I know. But I can't think of a Pasuk that speaks about Mamun, except for the Chazal who say that Mamun Chavercha Chaviv Varecha Kmoshelcha. So again, you have a mitzvah of Ashavas Aveda. Fram, I'd like you to write, weigh in on this because in a minute, I think you're not going to, you're going to be surprised at what it says, right? So you, you've got a mitzvah to return your friend's cow, but by doing that, you're going to, your cow is going to go down the tubes. So do you return your cow and let your friend's cow go? Or do you, or do you return your friend's cow and let your cow go? 
So again, our emotions is I want to protect my money, but there's a mitzvah to return your friend's cow. There's no mitzvah to return your cow. And therefore, just like we spend lots of money, we spend lots of money on mitzvahs, right? Yeah, you have a mitzvah to protect your, uh, your, your, your property. Where did that mitzvah come from? Home buys. <laughs> there's got to be a mitzvah you can't there's got to be a mitzvah okay no, so okay so unfortunately aren't you creating an aveda by by you 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 you're taking his aveda but you're causing yourself an aveda so you have to protect your aveda too when you're wait is there a mitzvah? your cow gets lost is there a are you an aveda Okay, so if I see, if I'm walking down the street, David, and I see your cow, and I say, okay, now we'll play a different case. Your cow got out of the barn, and it's walking around lost, and you go and you find it. So before you take it back to the barn, you're going to say, no, no, yeah, no, no way. Not an Aveda yet, but here okay. you're directly creating an Aveda. By doing a mitzvah shavas aveda, that that sounds very strange. Well, you, you can create an aveda by by no, but I, I don't. Why are you saying I'm creating an aveda? I'm letting because my. I'm, you're I'm saying losing, that by letting, saving the other person's cow, I'm going to lose this other cow. That's creating a loss. No, no. What, what, excuse me. When you make a bad investment, you created an aveda. You didn't create an aveda. You lost money when you went and spent money on matzah. It was an expensive thing. You bought a lot, you spent a lot of money on matzah because spending money on matzah is a mitzvah. So I spent money on the mitzvah of Ashava Saveda. What money did I spend? The value if of my cow. You spend money on a mitzvah of you can you can ask for that guy to give you back that money. We learned that. What, what, what are you talking about? If you if if, if 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 I have to take a pay for a taxi to to take to get the thing back, he has to reimburse me for the taxi. If I I don't well, go wait, oh, wait. to mitzvah and I'm, I'm spending wait, wait. money we and Baruch Hashem, I'm spending. We did money not learn those halachas yet. When we get to those halachas, you're going to be very surprised. I guess. Anyway, so, so anyway, so let's see what the so Ephraim Ephraim wants there to be a pasuk, but he doesn't know what pasuk it is. So well, we're going to see I'm, I'm, th I'm thinking I'm thinking the notion of Baal Tashkis. You can't you can't go and drop your your diamond down the drain. Of course not. But here the question here is: I'm not doing balta. I'm doing a mitzvah by returning yeah, his cow. I, I have a choice. Wait, but, but one cow. Saving, by one not cow saving is going to your cow by not saving your cow. Well, wait, you wait, wait. wait. Minute, we're not talking. You have a cow. You have a cow when it's running towards a cliff, and it's going to fall over. Your cow, right? right. You're going to say, "Nah, I'm going to let it go over the cliff." That's Baltashkas. You're destroying okay. something of yes. value that is yours. But if your cow and my cow are both running to go over the cliff, so one of the cows is going over the cliff, yeah. and I got to decide which one to save. So I'm arguing that saving your cow is a mitzvah. And you're right, it's going to cost me my cow, but you can't call it Baltashkas because I'm not in control. There will a, a cow will be lost. Okay? So I'm doing a mitzvah by saving your cow. So therefore, it's okay. Your, your intuition is correct. But you got to know, and, and that makes a lot of difference in the halakha. So look at the read. I'm sorry, right? But in love, yachzer et shalom, if you can't say both, yachzer et shalom, shavedoso kodemes, v'afilu lavedas avivarabo. Right? Even the, the, the aved of your father and your rebbe, where normally that's precedence, yours takes precedence even over theirs. Why? Where do you get it from? 
Kidashin, and you got to understand this pasuk correctly. Wow. FS Kiloya Becha Evio. So the simple shot in that pasuk is that if you give tzedakah, you will eliminate aniyim. But the Gemara there learns pshat that you are being commanded lo and you're not allowed to do things that are going to make you poor. But it's the, so then you have to weigh in if the cow is going to make me poor or not. Lose, if, lose. I, if I own a thousand heads of cattle and I have the choice of saving, doing the mitzvah of a Saveda or losing one, one head, I'm not going to be poor from that. Meaning, what? What? How do you define Ephes Lebecha Evion? Where is that? That that color okay, I guess. I guess we have to keep going. Let's okay. keep going. Umihu, Afal Pish. But first, you understand. Look at the, the, the one line in the Beis Yosef. The Beis Yosef brings the Rashi um, on that pasuk. Okay. The Pirush Rashi Lo Yebecha Evion. He zaher min ha anius. So there is a mitzvah. To, to be careful not to become an ani. Right. There's a mitzvah to be careful not to become an ani. Okay, Prime, that resonates with your instinct, correct? That's the one I was looking for. You got it. Okay, now you got it. Okay, you pull it out all the time. Okay? Okay, but continues the tour, and I guess Daniel's going to be happy with this one. Umihu, afal Torah, you're not chayiv to be metapal with his Aveda and lose your cap. Ain lola adam ledaktek harbe the lomar aktim echeli im lo bepseda demuchach. Meaning, by going to return his cow, it's not sure your cow's going to be lost. You, you may come back and it'll still be there. Or or sheim yedaktek harbe bedavar sofo lovely deanius. If you're too meticulous about always working about your money and ignoring your friend's money, the, the result is you're going to end up, you're going to, you're going to get a claw of by being poor. So what it implies here, Daniel, is exactly what you said. And that's why it says there's the, the lesson is he's news. So if you're a fabulously wealthy guy with a thousand head of cattle and one of your cows is wandering around and if you lose it, it's not so bad, but the guy, but your neck, your neighbor, that's his only cow. So it is very appropriate for you to fulfill the mitzvah of Ashava Saveda and let your cow go, because you can afford it. But that's already lifnim mishura sadin. That's not a din, but it's a good idea. Oh, that you're going to call that lifnim mishura sadin? That surprised me a little bit. Let's yeah. read the, so let's read the Beis Yosef. Let's read the Beis Yosef. Umiu. I'm in the middle of Beis Yosef Aleph. Okay, everything else he just quotes. Okay, Umiu. You see where I am? Where did that come from? That's a Gomorrah. Meaning, after it said, If you're Very strange. It quotes the Pasuk, Telling you, you got to be careful about anis. And then it says, but if you do that, you're going to become an ani. Well, what's going on here? It says Rashi, meaning, meaning, 
He's always only worrying about his own money, and he's always making that cheshbon, sheli kodem, then porik me'olav ol gmilus chesed, v'sov sheitztarach lebrios. So you see here, we've got a very, a ten, there's a lot of tension here, okay? That if, if you're always worrying about your money and you're never worrying about somebody else's money, that's called porik olav ol gmilus chasadim, and the end is you will be the poor person you're worried about not being, you'll end up being it, okay? So that's where, that's it. Obviously, if, if you need it and, and if you give it up, you're, it's going to affect your financial stability. So of course, your financial stability comes before your friends. But it's interesting that it's not chayecha v'chayecha v'chayecha kodmin. It's because of lo yebecha evyon hizor anius. Okay? Any questions? Okay, the priesthood doesn't add too much here. I, I, I don't know. I, I'm just when, when David Lerner was talking before, um, I don't know whether there's really any sense to this, but you know, in the sense like that I have a mitzvah of Aveda, and by letting my cow go, so that I'm creating a mitzvah of Aveda for the world. So maybe like that's, no, 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 yeah, that, that's artificial. What do you mean? You're creating a mitzvah Ashavas Aveda. You're you're letting you're not taking care of you. You're you're letting your cow get lost. You don't know whether anybody's going to find it or not. You don't know whether you're ever going to get it back or not. Creating a mitzvah Ashavas Aveda. That yeah, that's what I said. I'm not, not sure if it you know whatever. Yeah, that, that's 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 not um, uh, yeah okay. Um, all right, the preacher basically. You know what? Let's see the Prisha. The Prisha is a good thing. Do you guys have the Prisha? Yeah. Okay. So let's read the Prisha in Reish Samach Dalit. Okay. Poga be'avedos im yochel ha'achzir kenkos of Rama. I've also kodemis. Mishnah be'perikei lumetzius. All right. V'lav davka avedos so. Elohu adin shar hefsed shi agia lo. Kigon bitul melachto machmas ha'ashava. Oh, that's what the okay. The masik We'll see it in a few minutes. If I if I leave my job and lose salary, if the if the loser is ready to pay your salary, you've got to stop. No, you're not machuif to really lose the money. So in other words, if I say, well, I'm going to make the other guy pay me the $100 for my cow that I lost because I took care of your cow, so then the, finder, the loser didn't gain anything. Okay? But now let's read on. Okay? Got to be careful not to do things that are going to cause you to, to become poor. What does that mean? What kind of double talk is that? Here's Rashi. You're not to give up your money for your friend's money because Unless there's a clear loss that you're going to suffer, then you shouldn't always be so meticulous about worrying about your money instead of your friend's money. 
And if you do it all the time, first of all, you're not supposed to do it. All right, but good, you did it. You didn't go If you always do it, then As a person who never worries about the other guy's money, so then that means he's unloaded the concept of gemilus chesed. He's unloaded the concept of tzedakah, and the consequences will be that he will end up being poor. Okay, venirely kavanosan shelo yore heteril in nafshe litnatzel tamid the lomer lo ashiv the esok be asakai shelo overly day hefsed. This is very common. A person always can make a you know well, I, I got to worry about my own parnasa. I, I I don't have time for tzedakah. I don't have time for chesed. All right, I got to be sure that make sure that I'm not poor. So it's a, it's an open mora heter. It's an oh it's an open rationalization. That Torah Amra fs ki lo evyon. When the Torah says, it's saying, don't do something that's going to make you poor. But they say that, you, you know what, I'm going to forego an activity that will make me very rich. Therefore, I can't do chesed and tzedakah. That's not appropriate. Okay, so there's a lot of musr buried away here in this, in this halacha. It's a, question, it's a question of priorities. It's a question of a value system. And it's a very individual thing, and it's very open to rationalizations. That, that's what it says here in the in the Prisha. Okay. <laughs> Look, let's just finish the Prisha. Shim yedaktek sofa lovely deanius. So the Gemara made a very radical statement. Where did the Gemara get that from? A, a very nice. You're not supposed to. And it, where do you get the idea that if you are medaktek, you're going to end up being an ani? Says the Prisha. Mida kenegin mida. Why are you doing it? You're afraid you're going to become poor. I need more money. Maybe I'll become poor. Maybe I'll become poor. That's why you are avoiding gemilus chesed and tzedakah. You're so worried. You can't do tzedakah and chesed because you're worried you'll become poor. If you overdo that, you will become poor. See, there's a, there's a phrase of digdukeanus. We talk about stingy people. We call it digdukeanus. They're being so meticulous, so strict. Why is it called digdukeanus? Right? Lefisha ha'anius ba'alo mehadikta. I don't know if you've ever heard this phrase. It was a very common phrase. I mean, my father used to use it all the time when people were so stingy or meticulous and Makpid on every little thing. They call it digduke anius. That's where it comes from, is because the digduk leads to anius. Okay, good. Questions, we're ready to move on. Okay, so here is where, oh, I'm sorry. Okay, Pogabe Avedas Aviv Avedas Rabo. Okay, again, now we're going to, we're creating triage here. You can only deal with one Aveda. Who comes first, your father or your Rebbe? So it depends. Im Aviv shakul neged rabo shall aviv. I'm sorry. Uvevedus rabo. Im aviv shakul keneged rabo shall shall aviv kodemis. Vim lav shall rabo kodemis. Meaning, if your father's is more valuable, you're allowed to go after the more valuable one. Otherwise, the rav takes precedence because it says in the Gemara, the rav brings you to olam haba, and the and your father only brought you into olam hazeh. Bamedvar mamurim berabo muvak sherov chachmaso. Okay, but if the but if it's just a regular rav, your father because of kibudav comes uh, comes first, and the Gemara does say the Rambam brings it. The, the, uh, for some reason, the tour did not bring it. 
um, is that if your father is also a Talmud Chacham, even though he's, then that even takes precedence over your Rav Muvak. Okay, I'm not sure why the tour, the tour didn't bring that. Okay. Rav, is isn't that the first line of the tour here? Doesn't that mean in Chachmah? Ah, I see. You want to understand it like that. No, of course. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I read it wrong. I thought it meant that the Aviv was more valuable. You're right. You're right. In Absolutely. I'm sorry. Absolutely correct. Yeah. Thank you. I, I was thinking of the value of the Aveda. That's absolutely not correct. Okay. All right, here it gets really interesting and a lot of conflict. So again, we're now where you have your, your Aveda and your friend's Aveda. All right, we'll take the, simple, the classic case, what's going on. Your donkey is drowning and your friend's donkey is drowning. And you let your donkey go and you saved your friend's donkey. So now your friend's donkey was worth $200. Your donkey was worth $100. And you come to your friend and you say, look, you know, it cost me $100. It's in the car. It's in the car. It cost me $100 because I lost my donkey. Please compensate me. You got to get back your $200 donkey. So at least give me $100. All he can demand from his friend is wages for the activity that he did. In other words, what's the going rate to fish a donkey out of the river. That's what he can get. Well, let's see, it's not so simple. Ketzat, here's the example. Shatav nahar chamoro v'chamor chavero shelo shavimeh v'shel chavero shavimatayim v'hiniach shelo v'hitzel shel chavero ein lo el ascharo v'amedvarim amurim we'll keep going, we'll come back. V'amedvarim amurim shahaya when do, when do we say he only gets Wages, shahaya bala hamor sham, vizelo hitne. You proactively went after the guy's donkey and left your own, and you didn't say a word to the owner. Because you didn't make a condition, you didn't tell the owner, "Hey, I'll go after your donkey if you compensate me for my donkey." You didn't say a word. So then, or I'll or I'm sorry. That's when you only get schar. Aval im lo hayasham. The owner's not there. And you went proactively and did it. Then there was nobody to make a claim for, meaning there's an inherent um, uh, um, compensation of your donkey. O shahayasham, or the owner is there. I'm sorry. He says to the owner, I'm going to go save your donkey and you're going to pay for my donkey. Or there were three people there, which constitutes a Beisdin. And he said, I'm, he said to the Beisdin, I'll go save his donkey on the condition that he pays me. Even if the guy didn't agree. We'll leave that last line for a minute. So let's think for a minute what, what just happened here. So you're standing there and your donkey's drowning and my donkey's drowning. And I tell you before I, I go in to save your donkey, I'll save your donkey if you pay me for my donkey. And then I saved your donkey 
and you only want to pay me schar. Do you have any claim to only pay me schar? Remember, if I would have done it without saying a word, you only have to pay me schar. But before I dived in, I said, I'm going to save my do- your donkey if you pay me for my donkey. And you didn't say a word. Right, I never agreed to pay more than schar. Exactly. It was only, excuse me, just one second. Doesn't it need two people for its day? I'm sorry. I thought it was my wife. Otherwise, I never would have gone to answer the door. Um, okay. Yeah, I'm sorry. What'd you say? It says it's not. The question is, it's not. Doesn't that mean like? Can I make you? Can I make a unilateral tonight without your agreement? There is a, there is a concept of silence is acquiescence. So that's the chiddush. But the chiddush is that it, that I have the right to to uh, make you liable to compensate me if you didn't protest. In other words, you could have said when I said you could. Oh no 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 no! You get twenty bucks. Otherwise, nothing else. Well, if you would have said that to me, you know what I would have done? <laughs> I would have gone and saved my donkey. <laughs> okay? So, so the idea here is, is that the, the, there is an idea that the owner should be entitled to the, the donkey that he lost as long as he went in al das, that we know he went in al das to get compensated. Okay? But look at the last line. Very nice chiddish. So in all of these cases... He says to the owner, I'll save your donkey if you pay me for my donkey. And the owner agrees. And I dive in and I save his donkey. So what does he owe me? My donkey is 100, his is 200. What does he owe me? 100. What happens if my donkey never drowned? For some reason, my donkey walked up on the other side of the river and it never drowned? Then I get for sure schar. I get $100 value of my donkey. That's what it says. Okay. In other words, the commitment is a commitment for me saving your donkey to be compensated the value of my donkey. The fact that my donkey was never lost in the end, irrelevant. That's what it says. That's a big finish. So let's see that now, now it's time for Mesi Okay. Okay. Says the Beis Yosef, He said it, and the guy didn't protest. He gets it. That's already not in the Gemara. That's in the Rambam. Because of Arava Magid Yotzalala Ravmi Masha Shaninu Beilu Metsius, Matna Bifne Bazdin Kosashi's Bar Lamata Adkan. Here's the case. You know, we'll see the case later, but everybody knows the famous case. Everybody knows the famous case where there's a guy walking with a barrel of wine and another guy walking with a barrel of, of, of honey. Honey is much more valuable than the barrel of wine. Correct? So the barrel of honey springs a leak and it starts leaking. Okay. And the owner of the wine says, I'll dump my wine to save your honey. Does the owner of the barrel of the honey have to pay him for the wine? That's going to be a similar kind of a thing. Okay. Anyway, let's read, continue in the base, in the base Yosef next page. Um, bam, yeah. Okay. 
wow, that's the big chiddush here. That even if the donkey ends up not getting lost, he gets paid for the value of the donkey. Where where's that come from? Yarad meaning Reuven went down to save Shimon's donkey. The Allah Shalom and Reuven's donkey came out by itself. Mahu Reuven got Rachamim from Shamayim, and Shimon has to pay him the value that he committed to pay. Upirish Rashi, Yarad Lahatzil, Al Menachi, the Allah Shalom Elav Mahu, Mi Amrin and Meikara, the Afkare, Ki Ovud Dami, Umechaivle, He Achlishlume. Meaning, when Ruvain said, I'm going down to get your donkey and I'll let my donkey dr- drown. So that's basically Ruvain was Mafkir his donkey. And therefore, Shimon has to pay him for the value of the donkey because it was Efker. And then it comes up on the other side, Ruvain can get it back. Right? Umechaivle, He Achlishlume, because he made it Efker. Right? That it was only when he only gets paid when he right when he loses it. All right. And the answer is He has to get it like as if it would die. Now there's one other interesting halacha. Look at Dalit. Here's the story. So Ruben says to Shimon. I'll go down to save your donkey and let my donkey drown as long as you promise to pay me for my donkey. And then Reuven goes in, Shimon agrees. Reuven goes in and he fails to save Shimon's donkey. Now, what do you say? Says the tour, it's a basic, then you don't get the value, you only get payment. Why? So again, we have to, we really needed to see the Gemara there in Baba Kama, but I think you can understand the reason is that Shimon only agreed to pay for the donkey if he saves his donkey. So if you didn't save the donkey, you certainly don't get for your donkey, but you certainly get schar. At the end of the day, you always get the schar of, of, of whatever you would have had to pay for somebody to do the job. Okay, but, 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 but the donkey, you only get the donkey, the agreement to pay for the donkey was if you're saving my donkey. Not for trying to save my donkey. Are you guys following how this is playing out? Okay. Now this is the this is the famous case. The chain back in the tour. The chain shnayim shepogu zebezeh the yesh biyaruch havishal yain bezeh yaruch shal dvash kad shal dvash the nizda kad shal dvash the shofach zeyeno the hitzil hadvash letocha havishalo ain lo elascharo haroilo. If the owner of the wine did it unilaterally, all he gets is char. doesn't get paid for the wine. Again, this is back to the idea that if you don't get the agreement, if you don't get the agreement of the owner, then you can't collect anymore. Where is this coming from? Where, where is this all idea coming from? <laughs> so it just take a quick look at the first line of Reis Samachai. This is really the key, I think. The Torah is machayev you to be hashavas aveda without collecting any money for it. That's the basic din. So therefore, if you see a guy's honey going down the tubes, then you have a chiyav hashavas aveda. We'll see in a few minutes that if it costs you, you're allowed to get back compensated, but nobody asks you to dump your wine. 
you're allowed to be compensated for the time. Since you had a loss, you can at least get compensated for your time. All right. But let's back into the tour now, back where we were. The Omar, but if the owner of the wine said explicitly, Lo he tells the guy before he dumps the wine, Oh, then Okay, so so far we make it's consistent. But now look at the next point. What happens if the, the, the it, it's not like just leaking slowly, all right? But if he doesn't come in with that barrel, the, the, the whole wine is just going to collapse onto the ground and be completely lost. So guess what? I dumped my wine, I took my barrel, and I saved your honey. I get to keep the honey. Why do I get to keep the honey? Because it's kamo hefker v'koma it's something along the lines of Shatvanahar, right? In other words, the, the honey that's on the way to being lost with no hope of being saved. So that's Hefker. Again, so we'll see with the Beis Yosef is going to explain the difference in scenarios, right? What, what, what the difference is. Let's just, you know, let's just finish this simon in the Beis Yosef in the tour, and then we'll go back to the Beis Yosef. What if I'm coming with empty barrels? Right? I'm not, I'm not, I don't have to dump my wine. I'm coming with empty barrels. Okay, this is going to be a tricky halacha. I'm not sure all of you guys are going to like it. So the, the, I'm, I'm coming with empty barrels. It doesn't cost me anything. The, the dvash is leaking. I tell the owner of the Dvash, look, you want me to save your Dvash? You give me 50% of the Dvash. And the owner agrees. And sounds, he saves the Dvash. Sounds like extortion to a certain degree, like taking advantage. But he agreed. <laughs> he but he no, agreed. No choice, yeah. So says the halacha, lo elascharo It didn't cost you anything to save it. So therefore, that was an inappropriate, inappropriate. I, the guy, agreed. Wait a minute, but how are we going to solve the problem? The guy agreed. He was like an honest. So then we'll see, we'll see a source. There's a concept. Um, I walk up to you, Daniel, and I say, you know what? If you cross the street, I'll give you $1,000. And you cross the street. And you come and say, you know, even my thousand, I say, the language is mishate hayiti b'cha. I wasn't serious. Is that a good claim? Should be. Why is that a good claim, Ephraim? It really depends on the context. It, I'm, it, I, I'm, let's start with my, my case. Cross the street, I'll give you $1,000. Is there a reason to cross the street? Is there a rationale? Is there something on the other side? Well, I didn't say cross the street and bring me some. Just cross the street. I'll give you a thousand dollars. Maybe, maybe with this, is, maybe it has to do with the, with the difficulty of like you know, you know, if there's a risk. Of... You, you you forgot what's missing. There's one thing missing. It's called Kenyan. Till then, it's just deep. It's just words. Okay, it's just words. Okay. Did you get? Did you get? Did I get any remuneration for my thousand dollars? 
No. So if I didn't get anything and we didn't make a Kenyan, I can just blow you off. Okay. And so if now, I you, if I told you to cross the street, to cross the street and 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 clear clear the garbage away because it looks like a mess. Okay. Maybe there's a reason for that. Wait, wait, wait. Just oh, wait. And you're gonna pay me a thousand dollars. It's Dibur Ba'alma. And you're going to pay me $1,000. It's a lot of garbage. It's worth $1,000. No, oh, wait, no. I want, is the going rate for what I did $1,000? And if it is... Then you have to pay. Only, then for sure you have to pay. Then for sure you have to pay. But it's still only Dibur Ba'alma. There was no Kenyan. But since I went and I exerted my myself at your request... And you obviously benefited from it. I'm assuming that, again, it wasn't the garbage in the park. They done. It was your garbage, and you don't want it in front of your house. So you had benefit from it, and I did something worth $1,000. If the normal rate to do what I did was $50, and I said, I'm not doing it for 50 bucks, and you said, all right, I'll pay you 1000 bucks, and then I did it for 1000 bucks, but the going rate is 50 bucks, you only have to pay me $50. We'll see that in the Gemara. There's a famous Gemara about it. Famous Gemara. Okay, so context is important. What if it was? What if? What if the going rate was fifty bucks and he offered him a hundred bucks? It's not outrageous. It's only double. And the guy did it, and the owner said, "I'm only paying you fifty dollars." The, the 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 doer had to get a Kenyan out of the out of the speak out of the doer. In other words, till then it was words. You need a Kenyan. The only reason he has to pay anything is because you got value. If you got value, I got to pay. You got to pay me for the value you got. Okay. And as you can't say, well, I was only, you didn't make a Kenyan. I told you to, 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 I told you to, you know, to shovel all my snow and you shoveled all the snow and now I'm not paying you. No, no. If I shoveled your snow at your request, the fact that you got benefit, you have to now compensate me for the benefit that you have. It's like you have my money in your pocket, but you only have my, only have $50 of my money in your pocket. You don't have $100 of my money in your pocket. Again, all of this is without a Kenyan. All of this is without a Kenyan. Okay? So, so the guy, so the guy who, who has empty barrels, and he tells the owner of the wine, I'll save, your, I'll save your wine for 50%, or I'll save your wine for $100 of wages, and the going rate for what, I did, what he did was $20. So the, the, he can't, even if the guy said, yes, I agree, he doesn't have to pay more than $20. Okay? Because... Because the owner of the wine didn't lose it. That's not the same as when the owner of the wine dumped his wine. See, if the owner of the wine dumped his wine, then he had a loss. So then, then we now we can talk about compensating for the loss. Okay. Can a Kenyan be made by you know picking up uh, like well, you do at a wedding? The only Kenyan you can make is Khalipin. When I want you to do a job for me and I'll promise to pay you a thousand dollars for a job that's worth a hundred, the only Kenyan possible is a Kenyan Khalipin. And that's what you you could do. You can say, okay, raise this. That's a Kenyan. That's that's a Kenyan means you're serious. A Kenyan means you're serious. You're bound by what you make a Kenyan of. Then it's not just words anymore. Then it's a Kenyan. Okay, let's just finish the, the tour and then go back to the Veshosa. Again, He agreed. Similarly, and here's the here's the classic case in the Gemara. He's escaping from prison, and he's got to get across that river. 
there's a there's a raft, there's a boat ready to take him across the river. The Omar Lo told dinner Vahavirani, and he promises to give the guy a dinner when the going rate is he promises to give him a hundred dollars and the going rate is ten dollars. The, the owner of the boat only gets ten dollars, okay? Because it was it was clear that he's that you use the word extortion. That's that's basically what we have here is that the the guy running away wasn't serious about paying more than the going rate, and the guy wasn't allowed to charge more than the going rate unless. Let's read on. Hayat Sayad. He offered it. He offered it first. Who initiated here? Doesn't that make a difference? No, not you'll see what it could make. It depends what he says. Depends what he says. Okay, but if he's a fisherman and he's fishing in the in the boat and he says, look, stop fishing and take me across. Okay, so then he has to give him whatever he promised. In other words, if there's a loss from what he says, then he has to compensate full, not just for the law, then he's got to live up to his promise. But if there's no there's no no reason why the boat owner is taking ten times the normal salary, he's not losing anything by doing it. He gets the normal salary. Okay, this is complicated. This is not so simple. And we're going to see in the we're, we're going to see in the Beis Yosef. He's going to quote the Gemara's. We didn't see the Gemara's inside, but hopefully the Beis Yosef will make it clear enough that we don't need to see the, all the Gemara's inside. Because he didn't really he didn't deal with the question of who initiated this. The well, offer of this. The base all again, all of this is built on Gomorrah's. The okay. real truth is we should probably have seen these Gomorrah's. Let's see if we can get by without seeing the Gomorrah's. We may have to pull up next time, see the Gomorrah's to get more clarity. So let's go to back to the base Yosef. Everybody see where I am in the base Yosef. No, no, where are you in the base? I'm, I'm pretty I went pretty much back to the beginning of 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 uh, of Shnaim Shapagu. But it's it's you know he just he doesn't he just gives you sources. It's umasha kosevim haya beinyan shim lo haya matzal advash haya nishpach laaretz menifsa. It's almost it's the beginning of this simon of this sif. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Everybody see it? Josh, you got it. You see where we are? Okay. So im shows right. So sham begemara al hamishnah haniskera. So frek begemara amai le malei mef kera kozachina. Right, that that um, because it says right, and that in the earlier Gemara where it says that if he dumps his wine and he gets and he saves the honey, he only gets schar or the value of the wine. Why can't the owner of the wine say to the owner of the dvash, if I wouldn't have saved it, it would have gotten lost. So it's Hefker. And the Gemara answers, meaning the wine, the, how do you wouldn't have gotten lost completely? So if I wouldn't have saved it, it would have gone, gotten lost. So why do I, I should get all the honey. Right? Because obviously the, the, the donkey is not Hefker because the donkey is savable. How do I know it's savable? Because the guy's going to save it. But the Dvash, the Dvash is going to get lost if he doesn't save it. And the answer is, some kind of a, of a strap. 
it's dripping out a little bit. So you can't say that the whole barrel of honey is hefker. So you're right. If the guy doesn't do anything, eventually it'll all drip out. But right now, it's only a little bit of honey going drip by drip. So you can't look at the whole barrel of, hun of honey as hefker. And therefore, when he dumps the whole barrel of honey into the other guy's barrel, it's not mina hefker. Mizel loshana ramba. Okay, let's see the ramba. Shnayim Okay. Shnayim shahayu boim bederech. So it got it, that crack, it developed a crack. Before the, hun the honey ended up on the ground. Right, so the owner of the wine dumped the wine and, and saved, the, saved the honey. All you get is wages. If they based him, then he gets the value of his wine. But once the honey is just pouring out of the barrel, so then it's a reza kehefker, then he doesn't have to get, then he gets whatever he, whatever, whatever he can say. Because of our Ramagi, I mean, what, what, before he dumped it, the owner of the wine can only get schar. After he dumped it, if the owner of the wine can scoop it up, he gets it all. Why? Since the Gemara accepted the kasha, and it had to create a scenario where, no, it's strapped and it's only dripping slowly. So the Rambam understood that if it's not just dripping slowly, but it's going down the tubes, then it's after. Right? That's when he only gets schar. And that's how the Rama made a distinction between the honey on the ground and the honey just dripping. It's dripping slowly, and without the owner of the barrel of the wine, there's no way it's going to ultimately be saved. Amrin and Hachi, Kivan Shadayan Lo Nishpach. It's not hefker. It's not yet hefker. It's on the way, but it's not yet hefker. So if he saves it before it became hefker, he only gets his chak. In other words, it depends on the situation whether you could say that he's entitled to the, all the wine or only schach. All of that is when he does it. You know, he does it proactively himself. But obviously, if he makes, if he tells the guy, "I'll save the wine. I'll save the honey if you give me my wine." So then, of course, he has to do it. Now let's see the the, the basic case. I'm back in. I'm still in the base Yosef. What if the barrels are empty? So Shambi Gemara. So the Gemara, the din in the Mishnah was that if he says, I'll save your honey if you give me the value of my wine, he has to pay for the value of the wine. The Gemara says, Amai, name a lay mishate ani becha. Let the owner of the, of the honey say, I was fooling you. <laughs> I promised, you know, the famous statement of the prime minister many, many years ago, Hiftachti, avalo hiftachti lekayem. I promised, but I didn't promise to fulfill my promise. <laughs> I said it, but who said I'm bound by what I said? 
brings and it brings a proof that that's okay. Milotanya, He's running away from the prison. The told dinner So you see that there's an idea that when I promise something way beyond the going rate, I'm not I'm not required to pay more than the going rate. So says the Gemara, what's going, why? So why here does he have to pay for the wine? Says the Gemara, because that boat case, there's a seifa. Holo dami seifa. Im omar lo tol dinner ze bischarcha the havireni. There's a magic word that if you go to the owner of the boat and you say, I will pay you $100 in your, for wages and take me across, then he has to pay whatever he promised. Because there's a difference whether he says, take me across and I'll pay you $100. So then he can say, Meshate. But if he says, take me across and I'll pay you $100 as wages, then he can't say, Meshate. Okay? So, right? So therefore, right? You have a fisherman who's fishing, right? Then when the fisherman can say, when you told me you're going to give me $100, I stopped fishing and I lost money. Then you got to give me $100. Pirish Rashi, Dafsadan covered a bezuza. Behind the Vizcaro, the Katani told dinner, Shatam Mafsi. All right, Khan, the Tavi Reini, no Sinlo Oso Ozo. Masni Sinami, Arev Sido, Nikar Likar. It's obvious that there's a loss. So Rami Rachama says, you know what? what is, when does that magic word Bizcharcha come in when by doing it he's going to lose money? So we have the idea like this. That if he's not, if the, if the owner of the boat's not losing money, even when he says bischarcha, he only has to pay the going rate. But if the owner of the boat's going to lose money, like he's a fisherman, and he says bischarcha, what he really meant is, I'm going to compensate you because you're losing money. So therefore, if the owner of the wine says, I will save your honey, and I'll dump my wine, it's clear that he's losing money. So then if the owner of the honey agrees, he's got to pay. He can't say meshata anibicha because of the loss of money. Umisham yesh lil mod. So now we know from there that if he comes with empty barrels, and he, and he made the guy promise, I'll give you 50% of the honey or, or, or 100, much more money than the going wage. Why? Meaning, as long as the guy who's demanding more than the going rate has no loss, the guy promising more than the going rate can say right? As long as there was no Kenyan, I can say that I'm not really bound by it. It was just, I just needed to get you to do the job. So again, so the guy was running away from prison and, the, and he tells the owner of the boat, I'll pay $100 to get me across. And the owner of the boat sitting there doing nothing, just waiting for customers. But the going rate's $10. After they get across, he only has to pay him $10. But if the owner of the boat forwent some kind of income, he's fishing and he stopped fishing, then he has to give him the whole hundred dollars. So the same thing here, that if the owner of the wine, if the barrels of wine, he throws out the wine, so then the owner of the honey has to give him whatever he promised. But if the owner of the wine doesn't has empty barrels, he doesn't have any wine, he has empty barrels. So then when the owner of the honey promises to give him more than the going rate, he's not required to give him more than the going rate. Okay. Have a question? Um, yes, go ahead, yeah. <laughs> Okay, just to, to lay this out in a scenario. If the going rate is $10, the fisherman was gonna catch $50 worth of fish. And the guy says, I'll pay you a hundred to take me across. You does never, he know no, 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 the Gamora doesn't make that distinction anymore. 
I, you never know how much fish the guy's going to catch. A fisherman never know. You get, you never can know how much fish you're going to catch. Okay, but again, in the in the case of the wine, I'll dump my wine and, and catch your honey. That then we understand there was a known value to the wine. Oh, so the, oh he's wait, wait, wait. He's limited to the value of the wine. He can't okay. say right. He can't say he can't. But what if he said I'll dump my wine, but I want half of the devash? And the guy says yes. He only has to pay him for the wine. Okay. He only has to pay him for the wine. Okay. No, the assumption here is, is that when he promised him $100, the fisherman stopped fishing. You have no idea how, that's what it means, bischarcha. I'm going to pay you $100 in lieu of your fishing, that you make money on your fishing, I'll pay you $100. But yeah, you're right, you're saying very good. In other words, if, if there's some kind of a mathematical formula of how much, you know, every hour in the, in the, in the, in the, the, the nets are there, everybody always catches $50 worth of fish. It's a mathematical formula. So then you're right. So then he only has to give him $50. You're right. That, that, that we see from our wine case. Okay. Um, let's see here. Um, oh, okay. Take a look at Kosovar Rashba. You see where it's Kosovar Rashba? It's the last thing in, in Reish Samachdal. Very interesting. Kosovar Rashba, Bechuba Simon Aleph Verejmet. Ha de Anglo Elascharo. What did we say? We said that he can only collect the going rate. That's That's when the person who promised to pay didn't actually pay yet. But if he paid the extortion rate, and now he wants the money back because it was extortion, because by paying in advance, I view that as that's like a Kenyan. It shows that he agreed. And you can't demand it back afterwards. Okay, very, that's logical. Now, here's, here's, this is a very, this is classic in all the ethics and morality classes in university. Somebody has medicine. He has a medicine. And I need the medicine. And he insists that to get the medicine, I have to pay him uh, a, a huge amount of money. Or rofe. Or there's a doctor, and the doctor says, excuse me, you want me to do the heart surgery? You pay me $10,000. Going rate's 1000 You want me to do it? You pay me $10,000. So I'm Betur Yoridea, Obenemukeyose, Perak Mitzvah's Chalitza, under what conditions, all right, you're, you're, you're allowed to do that. Okay, so we, we're, maybe what we'll do is we'll have a look at the Gomorrah. Maybe that's what we'll start next time is, We'll have a look at, uh, even though, I'm, I'm sorry, I looked at Shin Lamed Vav. It's not so clear what's going on there in Shin Lamed Vav in Yoridea. Um, but maybe we'll have a quick look at the Gemara in Yevomus Lamed Dalet. Um, maybe so just come with the Gemara Yevomus Lamed Dalet on Sunday. But then we're going to go into Shin Samachay, which Reish Samachay, which is really the beginning of the basic halachos of Avareda. Till now, we've been talking a room in a room. Now we're going to get to the, now, like, now we're going to get to the, to the, to the to where the where the rubber hits the ground, all right. What do you really have to do, and what are the consequences of what you have to do? Okay. So I, I think what we'll do is we'll take a quick look at Yevomus. If yeah, I'll have a look at. It. I didn't look at it yet. I'll have a look and I'll send you on the chat whether we want to go into Yevomus Lamadala or just start right away. Raise some okay because that question of the doctor and the medicine is very a very common question, very famous moral question. Okay. Why is that not a question of Ona? I'm sorry. Why is that not a not an issue of Ona? I think that's what we're going to see in Yoridea 
Ashen. I suspected that maybe. What was it? I have to look it up. I did not have a chance to look it up yet. That's a good. That's a good question. Um, that's a good question. Okay, fine. So we'll we'll see we'll see the Yevamos and the and and the Reish Lamed Vav uh, on Sunday. Okay, all right, everybody. Beseder. Have a good Shabbos.